War Room Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, welcome. It's Saturday, the 18th of September, the year of our Lord, 2021. Now with almost 90 million downloads in the podcast. Of course, we're live everywhere. We're uh, streaming in Mandarin because of G News and GTV. I want to thank them also in Japanese throughout the world. Um, Australia, Brazil, uh, Europe, India, Japan. Really want to thank our global audience. Also, Real America's Voice here in the United States, uh, Comcast uh, Channel and Com- Comcast and Dish, Dish Channel 219, Comcast 113. Of course, in every platform and all the different platforms where people watch it live and comment in our comment section, whether it's forums or over at Rumble, um, up on uh, Real America's Voice or warroom.org. Remember, you tell your friends, you can get it anytime live or in, in, even in replay on warroom.org, so make sure you go there. Uh, we got it absolutely packed show today so i want to get into it. we're going to go to lisbon portugal and of course dr malone uh dr robert malone has been over there at the rome conference doctor uh, thank you so much for taking time away i understand you're making major speeches and, and really spreading the word over there for the vaccine hesitant to get some real information of what's uh, what their options are uh, but i gotta ask you the fda had kind of this blockbuster decision yesterday and the reason we wanted you on, I think it was the panel that made this decision or made this recommendation that countered the White House was the exact panel you told us about, I think, three or four weeks ago with Dr. Peter Navarro, where you said, hey, the, 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 the FDA now is trying to avoid this, trying to avoid this, this, this public outside panel. Yeah. So this is the Burback is the acronym and uh, they, by the way, they're advisory to the FDA, so they didn't make any decisions. They're not empowered to make decisions. They made recommendations. This is the specific group that was bypassed over the decision to uh, market authorized community. The FDA said there was no reason to convene this independent panel because there was no controversy associated with the vaccine. That's literally their words. So for some reason, and I think it was because of the resignations of the two FDA personnel, they, the, the administration appears to have been forced to convene the panel. And clearly the panel has resoundingly rejected the position of Pfizer and the administration. Of course, the position of the Pfizer and the administration are closely aligned, shall we say. And what they came back with... So- was a recommendation that closely aligns with what Peter and I have been saying is, you know, vaccine for those at very high risk, uh, immunocompromised and 65 and older. This is the same message that I shared with uh, Cardinal Turkson when I, uh, he, gave, he allowed me to have an hour uh, audience with him in the Vatican last week. This is the message that Peter and I have been pushing out across the world. I, I, I tell you what. And I'm hearing it accepted we're go, by we're, physicians we're, all over the place. We're going to have to, we're going to have, I can't, I can't hear Dr. Malone. So we're going to have to reboot this. Um, and and uh, can we try to reboot? Is, is it going out? I'm going to ask my producers if it's going out clear, we'll keep Dr. Malone, but otherwise we got to reboot. So let's try to reboot Dr. Malone from Lisbon because right now I can't hear anything. Okay. Sorry about that. Okay. Uh, that's not your fault, Dr. Malone. It's my crack technical team. Um, so let's get them. Okay. Here's where we set today. We're going to get, is Joe Kent in the, uh, in the studio yet? Do we have Joe Kent? Uh, Joe Kent is going to join us. Um, if, the feet, if, feet, if the feet is strong for Malone, let's get him back up here. If I can't hear him, that's fine. Um, 
is Joe Kent in the studio yet? Okay, we don't have Joe Kent either. By the way, so Washington's a little uh, chaotic today and shutting down certain things, so it's not as easy to move around as possible. Um, I want to reset exactly where we stand. Yesterday, you had a yesterday in the Biden administration. As bad as this thing gets, it gets worse every day. And this is what happens when you don't have an election that's run fairly. When somebody steals an election, let's face it, this regime is illegitimate. The American people is now are now onto this. That's why you're seeing independents, uh, you know, every day go stronger and stronger into their doubts about what's happening here. Forty-two percent in the ind- of independents in the Economist poll uh, question or doubt the legitimacy of Joe Biden. Think what's happened over the last 24 hours. And I want to give you a signal, not noise, on every aspect of just the running of this administration. And I'm not even talking about their radical policies. I'm talking about just the ability to even get things done is absolutely shocking. For weeks and weeks and weeks, they have promoted this, the booster shots, and they've been out there. The, the, the Joe Biden's been out there. Jen Psaki's been out there. And finally, when they're forced to confront this independent panel they have, that Dr. Malone warned us about three weeks ago, they said, hey, when they gave this FDA approval, they absolutely went around for the first time ever the independent panel of independent experts and scientists. And, and, but the chickens came home to roost yesterday. The independent panel t- t- it strongly recommended and disagreed with what Biden administration was doing. And so now they've kind of backed into this thing. It's just going to be for seniors over 65 years old and maybe people with comorbidities. But they do not recommend it for anybody else based upon science and evidence. Well, the question is, what did the White House, they had the same reports and findings. What did Fauci and these guys come up with? Why were they pushing something that's not supported by independent people? Now you got guys resigning all over the place. In addition... You know, you had McKenzie, who should be fired immediately, the, the CENTCOM commander, the Marine Corps general, right, who, 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 who Colonel Scheller called out when the Marines died at the Abbey Gate in, uh, in Kabul. Yesterday, he just kind of gets on a matter of fact. He says, oh, yeah, it turns out that the big macho thing we did to, to impress everybody that we were on top of things and blowing up the uh, and blowing up the. Um, uh, blowing up the, uh, the, 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 the bad guys are going to drive a car bomb over. Turns out that, uh, that Jack Posobiec and the social media guys were correct. That turns out it was uh, some aid worker and a bunch of kids. And it kind of comes up, hey, sorry, you know, sorry you got that wrong. And that was all done so quickly to show that Biden and, and the regime and his, uh, his uh, treasonous generals, right, treasonous generals, we're on top of things. They're just killing civilians, right? And they don't understand why we got problems over that part of the world. Then you've got, because of their, their, this deportation of the Haitians, they stopped the flights from the guys illegally coming over here, and now you've got a massive crisis, a massive crisis. Uh, it's even exacerbated the invasion on the border. And we're going to get that. By the way, you should know, we've been trying to get a uh, contract with a drone to get down there because the FAA is trying to cut off any drones from, uh, from actually getting into the area and showing where the debacle is, it grows by the minute. And we're going to have reports in the, in the next segment. We've got Todd Bensman at the border. We've got people down in Mexico where these, where these uh, buses are coming up right now. It's going to get a lot worse. And, and Biden administration is once again saying, well, what can we do about it? If you look at every aspect, and that's not even the worst aspect. The worst aspect of this is not just how they've mishandled the CCP COVID virus. It's not how they're... They're, they're driving the invasion of our country, and they're driving the invasion of our country. 
It's uh, the worst thing is what they're going to do with the finances and how they're going to destroy your life economically and financially. And that is this uh, this scam. And it's a scam they're running right now with all these budget proposals when they don't even have ability to how to fund the government after after midnight of the thirtieth. Plus the debt ceiling. Plus the debt ceiling. They 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 don't they have uh, they got to come and beg you for permission to increase the debt ceiling so they can just run up trillions and trillions of dollars more. They're about and yesterday they responded to the war. Remember, I had two uh, rants yesterday, and Peter Navarro is going to be here at eleven. I'm going to have another rant. Um, the they came out yesterday and they're finally responding. We smoked them out. Here's what they said: if you don't if you don't pass the 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 continued resolution and you don't raise the debt ceiling, that would be you the deplorables because they now you're now on point. You're going to cause one of the greatest recessions in the history of America. Three and a half million people are going to be out of jobs. I told you this was all coming. It's going to be your fault. You're going to blow up the global capital markets. You're going to implode the stock market. You're, you, in this audience, you, the deplorables, Once you think about this this morning, Saturday, where you're, you're having a cup of coffee, you're taking the kids to soccer, maybe you're getting ready to, to you know, tee off on the back nine right now. Wherever you're hearing this, it's your fault. It's your fault. You're going to put three and a half million Americans out of work. Everything that you see in this administration is a radical plan, but it's also the reason it's so terrible is that it is uh, executed by incompetence, total incompetence. So you've got these radical plans, and then they don't even have, know how to manage that. And so what you get is complete chaos and anarchy. We have anarchy on the southern border. And we're going to have Bianca Gracia here. Um, you know, momentarily tells us what's going on in the Rio Grande Valley. We also got live reporting of Todd Bensman from the border. We're going to go actually into Mexico uh, with Auden Cabrero and actually talk about the buses that are bringing people off. It's going to get a lot worse before it gets better. Michael Yan now is back on point. I think he's back down in uh, Central America. We're trying to get him in Panama on Monday to talk about the Darien Gap of what's happening. This invasion of the United States is going to get so much worse. Though Todd Bensman already told us what the numbers were the other day. It's going to get 100 times worse. And so you got the southern border, it's imploding. You got worldwide, you got the terrorist superstate in Afghanistan. Now we admit that to cover for the Biden administration, the worst part of the media, that's what they did. Biden, those guys said, we got to look strong. We look so weak. Let's go shoot something. Hey, and I'm all for taking out bad guys. You got a car bomb, take him out 100% to protect our troops and also to make sure that they don't cause any more chaos. But they did it in a hurry because they had to get the media. The media pressure was on them. And what did they do? They blew up a uh, they blew up some aid worker and a bunch of kids, right? And then the McKinsey, the the hapless, and the Marine Corps should be embarrassed by this. A complete embarrassment, an embarrassment, okay? And uh, it's just an embarrassment. It comes on yesterday, and you know it doesn't mea culpa. You know I'm sorry, not sorry, and uh, you know too bad it happened. But the most important thing that's going on, and the thing you see the least coverage of because they want to hide it, is how they're trying to transform this country by this radical spending plan. They intend to transform America by these trains and trains of dollars of spending. They can't even fund the annual budget. Remember, the annual budget of the, of the country now is about $5.2 trillion. $3.5 trillion in Social Security, Medicaid, Medicare payments, essentially transfer payments. And then about, I don't know, a, a trillion and a half of what they call discretionary spending. Almost a trillion dollars, that's our defense budget, okay? In that, you've got that, and uh, y y you've got that. And they can't fund that. Remember, with no increase in the debt ceiling, that's basically running $1 trillion deficits as far as the eye can see. When you look at the real number from real people, it's as far as the eye can see, you see, uh, as far as the eye can see. 
let's go to we have dr malone in lisbon dr malone can you join us once again just tell us how important this fda ruling was yesterday dr malone of uh this the outside panel contradicting the biden administration so the panel has no regulatory authority they're only advisory but to my eye what's happened is that we've had a break in the narrative and we've had some academics willing to stand up to the fda and the administration and start to speak truth to power this I think this is really crucial that we finally got to this point. And as you noted before the break, this is the panel that was dissed by not allowing them to comment prior to the decision to license the vaccine. So so tell us what what's the importance of the, the Biden administration, though, Jen Psaki and Joe Biden pushed this narrative and Tony Fauci for weeks and weeks and weeks to be countermanded by an outside group that basically said the evidence in the science is not there to support this. How, how do you square How did they square that? How did they square Tony Fauci? Tony Fauci was out on media all over the place. Joe no. Biden from the White House, Jen Psaki, but Tony Fauci, a senior medical officer, for weeks and weeks and weeks was pounding this. So how do they, how do you all of a sudden, an independent panel says the science and the evidence is not there to support this? Uh, the, the data are what they are. They were still trying to push that, well, things are different here than the United States, than in Israel, which doesn't make sense. The data from Israel is actually looking quite a bit worse than the data that we're having here from the states on the durability of the vaccines. And clearly, these academics are feeling uh, comfortable with speaking out and starting to move away from the official Fauci Biden administration position, which is also the Pfizer position. I think it's remarkable. I think this may be a sign of a turning point. The key is going to be, does the FDA disregard them? Because the FDA, although it's never done it in the past, these are unusual times and they could just blow them off. So what do you mean turning? This is what I want to get to. What do you mean a turning point? Why, why could this be an inflection point or a turning point? in this entire situation. Why do you say that? And what needs to be done to make sure it's a turning point? Good question. What we've got is a situation in which there's been so many forces placed on independent voices. I'm only one of many uh, globally that there's been a lot of fear in any academic uh, or independent that would speak out against the narrative. And what we've got here is the first signs of, of an independent group of respected, you know, officially recognized physicians feeling comfortable enough to stand up and say, no, we disagree with the narrative that's being pushed. So tell us about, tell us about, you've been overseas now, you went to Puerto Rico where you started, we had the, we had your initial group. It's now called the International Alliance of Physicians and Medical Researchers. You went to Puerto Rico. You came up with this proclamation. You then went to the International COVID Summit in Rome, uh, and you had the Rome Declaration. Tell us about how that went, and why is the Italian media, the mainstream and left Italian media, referring to you and your group as a group of terrorists? Thanks. Uh so the, the summit was an amazing success. We had physicians, either and scientists present in person, 
which is really rough getting into Rome. It's difficult traveling at all still. That's, that's the truth of it. And many, many showed up. In addition, we had many others from all across the world zooming in and providing testimony and evidence and information from their various international sites across Asia, Africa, uh, North America, Canada, Latin America. Fascinating also that there was a strategy here that decentralized the streaming and made it hard for the big media and big tech to block it. And we ended up in total with over, this is true, it's hard to believe, over 100 million logons on both days that it was public. 100 million. I'm not kidding you. Uh, also fascinating was that we had skilled IT specialists monitoring this and watching the attacks and surveillance that was happening uh, from uh, all across the world, but particularly from the United States government that was carefully surveilling all the information being put out. And we were only able to... Ho, 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 whoa, 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 whoa. Slow down, slow down, slow down, slow down, slow down. Hang on. What, what do you mean you had tech experts uh, uh, Tech experts that the U.S. government was were surveilling you? What, what evidence, since we're database, science-based, and evidence-based, what evidence do, what evidence do you have they, from that besides some tech guy saying, hey, hey, can you provide those URLs? Uh, can the tech guys provide the, URL, uh, yeah, the they URLs? Can, can so, you provide that? So can they, they, were, they, were, they were tracking... The, apparently the signal was bounced across three countries and then in on the summit. So we were carefully monitored, closely monitored, uh, but the, the information went out. As I said, over 100 million logins on, on both days through the variety of sites. This was also streamed, for instance, into Brazil, which had huge viewership, as well as all of Latin America. We got this message out. It worked, and it was the message that you don't have to be afraid. You can. There are treatments when administered early that can keep you out of the hospital, keep you from dying. And it's consistent with the testimony that was given even during this FDA meeting, where it was noted that except for those that are at very high risk, your risk in general of, of severe adverse events, even without the vaccine, is infinitesimal. It is a fraction of a fraction of a fraction of a percent. So uh, the, the, the summit was a huge success. Uh, yes, we did get pushback from the Italian media. It was fascinating to watch because they used a lot of the same language that had been used in the U.S. media, even down to the dirty dozen language. Uh, that they were aping from uh, the Biden administration statements of weeks ago. So there's, there is uh, this global push uh, happening through coordinated media. It's also happened here in Portugal. I, I spoke with a, at, a, at a group of, of influencers, healthcare experts, government officials last night for about four hours and, and heard the story of an influential pediatrician here that had made the case that the risk-benefit ratio for the pediatric cohort was upside down and didn't make sense. Something I've been fact-checked is false on, and yet we had a committee in the UK make exactly the same assessment, and this physician was subjected to exactly the kind of stuff that I've been, where he was denigrated, gaslighted, uh, 
assertions were made about, you know, Asbury claims about his professionalism, his knowledge, and, uh, you know, he's just generally uh, attacked by the media in the same way that the rest of us are every time we speak out. But every time I, that crack opens just a little bit more, and more and more people are hearing the message, and I thank you, Steve, for being a key part of that. Uh, Doctor, just a couple of things I want to make sure we were sorting. The, the URLs, people, it might have been just HHS watching. Your conference is obviously not just controversial, but got tons of experts and information. It could have been just HHS and other people, FDA, CDC, just watching so they can get that information. Obviously, they're going to want to counter it, but you're not saying it was anything um, any anything covert it was just we say I'm just saying that, that they were just logged on to watch tracking, it by tracking the urls there was evidence that it was bounced over three different sites but originated in the united states and it was a large coordinated effort consistent with a few entities other than the u.s government and the inference was based on prior experience that those were government tracking sources that were um, monitoring all this information. I was also told that it spiked okay, fine. Uh, well, when I gave my talks yeah. for some reason. I, I don't doubt that. Uh, they can't get enough of you in war rooms. They got to see in Rome. Okay, we got about a minute. How do people, maybe we have to keep you, what, where do we go from the summit? Where do we go from here? What, what is, what, what's the next step for people that are getting vaccine uh, mandates in the United States. They're losing their jobs. They're being forced to pay more money. What good is this to help them to make have their employers allow them to have informed consent? What what comes out of all this? So what's being done? Number one, uh, physicians and scientists only are sign, signing this declaration of freedom to practice for physicians. So this is the Rome Summit Declaration. Number two. There's a variety of legal cases proceeding, and as you know, um, many of those are happening under a Republican attorneys general and Republican administration, state administrations. What I'm hearing is that um, potentially, even under the leadership of, of Mr. DeSantis, there's a coalition of uh, states that are, are now strongly resisting this government pressure. We also have more and more information starting to break in the literature showing that these vaccine mandates are not effective. So I, I wish I had more comfort to give those that are at risk for losing their jobs. We're doing all we can. What, what's happening is the same thing is happening globally and we're creating umbrella structures that are allowing these spontaneously emerging okay physician and scientist groups to yeah. come together and have access to media tools that allow them to get do, through the barriers. Do, 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 Dr. Malone, just just hang on. We're going to take a short break. We'll be back with you in a second. War Room Pandemic with Stephen K. Bannon. The epidemic is a demon, and we cannot let this demon hide. War Room. Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Dr. Malone, this story is so big, and what you've done it is so important. We'll obviously have you back on early next week. But can you give people your social media, how they follow you, 
how do they get more access to the to the Rome Declaration and to the International Alliance of Physicians, this great group you've put together, because now the fight's engaged. And look, quite frankly, you called it three weeks ago, this independent, as soon as this independent board was actually more empowered or empowered like they used to be at the FDA, you'd start to get real uh, real uh, understanding or real comments from the outside. And that's what happened. They totally disagreed with what Tony Fauci and Joe Biden were selling for the last three weeks. And they said it was on the science and the evidence. It couldn't have been more brutal. And the mainstream media is running away from it. They're scared to death of this thing. Scared to death. Scared to death. Because they understand Dr. Malone and these people are giving information that adults ought to be able to consider. So, Dr. Malone, how do people track you on social media? How do they get to the sites uh, and find out more about the, the Rome Declaration? The Rome Declaration right now is restricted just to physicians and scientists, okay? So uh, you can find it on internationalcovidsummit.org, and you can find the streamed video from the summit. You can find me always at at rwmalonemd on Twitter. I keep that updated. And Steve, can I just finish with a key quote from the committee? Sure, sure. Dr. Chatterjee. This should demonstrate to the public that the members of this committee are independent of the FDA and that, in fact, we do bring our voices to the table when we are asked to serve on this committee. I think you're right. This is the turning point, and people are starting to have the courage to speak out and speak the truth. Dr. Malone, thank you so much for taking time away from your day, uh, and uh, don't let them get to you in Lisbon, right? You're, you're, you're anything but a terrorist. You're a fighter for freedom, so the, the world appreciates that. That's why you had the 100 million downloads per day at the, at the conference, so thank you, sir. Thank you. Bye-bye.